guys and girls and everybody. This is Lissa Mandel from the Bitch Seat Podcast. As some of you may know, we are a part of the Atlantic Transmission Network, which is a network that puts out all kinds of great podcasts. A great way to support our show and our sister shows is to visit theatlantictransmission.com and click on the Amazon link at the top of the homepage. It's all the same great Amazon stuff at the same great price, but we get a small piece for sending you there. So if you want to keep shows like The Bitch Seat going, keep us happy, then, uh, you know, throw in your pennies. You don't even have to pay anything extra. Ladies and gentlemen of QED and Astoria, please put your hands together for Miss Lissa Mandel. Just a moment with Tom Petty for a second. I know. Okay, all right. Um, hi, guys! so much for coming out. Um, it is so hard for any of us to leave our couches at all these days or um, our beds or our toilets. Um, it's really hard to be outside in the world because the world is betraying us all. So um, I can't tell you how happy I am to be here. Um, uh, my friend Mashaya just said I looked so great and I told her it's because I'm here now because... Um, thank you. Um, and... It does feel kind of selfish. Uh, it does. It when I do the show, it feels kind of selfish. Um, but I feel like that's okay because uh, we're entering the Armageddon. I don't know if you guys knew that, but like um, all of the natural disasters, hand in hand with all of the political disasters, the racial disasters, the misogynistic disasters, we're in the end times. So we have to just do what we love for as many minutes a day as possible. So I'm so happy that you chose to spend those minutes here. Um, if we die tonight, I love you all. <laughs> Or even if we don't die tonight. But um, so this is the bitch seat. Um, I think that everybody in this room I know personally, but if not, maybe not you guys. But hi, thank you for staying here. Thank you for coming. Um, we're going to interview people about their childhoods and realize that we're all the same in our awkwardness and vulnerability. That's the point of this. Um, and today's theme uh, is going to be comfort foods. Um, because, uh, I mean, I have one with me right now. Coffee, coffee is my, coffee is my, um, uh, co-pilot. Um, and, um, I've been eating emotionally a lot. Have you guys all been doing that too? Okay. So, uh, so can I hear like uh, one word, like popcorn shout outs of like what things you've been eating emotionally lately? Cookies. Cookies. <laughs> sheet cake, honey mustard pretzels, pizza, iced tea. Iced tea is healthy. That doesn't count. Black and white cookies. Oh, my God. Yes, marijuana. Yes, that's right. Uh, what was that? Watermelon. Oh, my God, guys. Yes, I've been eating a lot of fucking tacos. That's what you do in L.A. You eat tacos. Um, I'm not eating a single taco while I'm in New York. I'm done with them. But I've eaten a lot of bagels already, uh, pizza. Um, and um, I was thinking about comfort foods that I ate when I was little. Oh, sorry, Max. I'm going out of your line of vision right now. 
By the way, this is a podcast recording, guys. So please um, make lots of noise whenever you feel like making noise because it's going to be recorded for perpetuity. Um, when I was little, uh, of course, I, I ate comfort food a lot because I have a lot of feelings to eat and not a lot of people to tell them to at the time. Um, so I was really into um, Cadbury cream eggs, and uh, which I would hide a box of them under my bed and like eat one at 3 a.m. when I woke up. Uh, so I didn't even have to go to the kitchen for my for my snack in the middle of the night. It was right there. <laughs> kind of like Claudia Kishi in the Babysitter's Club. She knew what was up. Um, and uh, my favorite thing to eat when I was little is uh, my mother used to have this pasta maker, like a, uh, an old-fashioned like silver one that she could like with a cr- hand crank that she would attach to the counter and she would like roll out the sheets of pasta and there was like the linguine shape and the spaghetti shape and then there was just the flat sheet and we would use cookie cutters of like cartoon characters uh, and make like pasta, char- we called them characters. So whenever we would beg my mother to make characters, uh, it was like... <laughs> I didn't realize at the time that it was like a four-hour process, but um, uh, it was very special. And uh, so rather than just eating pasta, I wanted to consume the feelings of anthropomorphic creatures like Huggleberry Hound and Yogi Bear. Uh, So, uh, Kent, if you could show this picture of um, me in my happy place. You know, I don't know what I'm eating there. but, uh, But comfort food is also for your sad place. Can we see the next picture, Kent? It's coming. Coming. Oh, no. Spoilers. Uh, That's a plate of French fries. I knew what was up at the beginning. So I'm going to read for you a special thing tonight that is not a journal entry. It is from this Falling Apart composition book. I think Phil calls it... Unplugged. Unplugged. Uh, uh, This was an assignment for school where we had to... um, you Like, it was an adjective assignment. So I'm really great at adjectives, guys. Uh, So at the top of the page, it says... Um, 33 adjectives in a circle. Good job. And this was about one of my favorite comfort foods growing up, a carcinogen known as Diet Coke. Uh, This is from January 10th, 1995. You hear that, Phil? Yeah. Great. (laughs) Diet Coke. There is a pop and a fizz when a fresh cold can of Diet Coke is being opened. The silvery aluminum container is tipped and the smooth translucent liquid flows into an ice-filled glass like a great rushing waterfall. I was not being paid by Diet Coke at the time, but I feel like I should have been. As the stream reaches the freezing ice, there is a refreshing crackle and the... Don't ever write in pencil. It does not hold. Uh, The sweet soda creates a... Fuck me. (laughs) A dark line at the bottom and is soon taken over by a big, thick, cream-colored flood of foam. The line becomes thinner and thinner until the... I can't read my writing. Until this intensely brown liquid with minuscule bubbles... Something, something, popping noisily in their chattery, tiny voices. The bubbles are chattering in their voices, and then we consume them. Um, The glass is tipped back, and I feel the rough surface of the air bubbles on my tongue and can taste the sugary sweetener. (laughs) Taste that sugary, sugary aspartame. Um, uh, I take large gulps, and the icy, chilling liquid gushes down my throat like a fast little rivulet. I was, okay, 1995, I was like 11, guys. This is pretty good. 
I drink until my thirst is quenched, and I have a deep, satisfying feeling at the pit of my stomach. And the empty soda can can be recycled for money to get another one. Coke can be best consumed with hint of lime Tostitos while watching the Pilot Pen International. <laughs> because that's what I was doing. So, anyway, um, uh, not very personal. I'm going to share a more personal one later, but uh, food is really fucking important, and if I could, I would make an entire podcast just about that. Uh, so we're going to have some amazing guests here talking about food and other exciting, embarrassing things, but we love them all. Um, toward the end of the show, we're going to have Corinne Fisher from the Guys We Fuck podcast. She's super busy, and I'm so happy to have her. Um, we're going to see Rebecca Vigil, my favorite human being, later on, um, who's amazing. If you know her, you understand. Um, Max Ash will be up in a second. Suni Reyes before that. They're all incredible humans. I'm so happy to have you guys in this room. Thank you so much for being my audience. Thank you. Um, and uh, and uh, because I don't want to make him wait a minute longer, my co-host, Phil. Yeah, the shirt. The shirt. Hey, guys. Is my, uh, my guitar cue on strike? What's going on? Did I, forget to send, did I forget to send that to you? You probably did. I did, yeah. Okay. We'll do it, it in post. We'll do it in post. Great. We'll fix it in post. Um, oh, boy. Uh, Phil, hey. I know you understand comfort food. Sure. We have a lot of our best times but eating first, comfort food. Uh-oh. I agree that you enjoy some of L.A. Some of it's got to be nice, right? The mountains are amazing. Okay. <laughs> I love the mountains, and the beach is great. Um, these are all things that would be better enjoyed with all these people that I love, rather sure. than just in my own, you know, abyss Fine. of depression. But you live, we live in such a nice neighborhood, and our, our roommates are amazing. Yeah. Shout out. We're Robert lucky. We're, We're lucky. lucky. And it's because of L.A. that I'm wearing leggings instead of pants. I would never do that here otherwise. Yeah. But people in L.A. wear literally nothing, and it's totally acceptable. This is like the first pair of actual sneakers I've had since I was like 15. It's, and I got them for free for, because I was catering in Beverly Hills. <laughs> Hashtag bless. Hashtag perks. Hashtag perks. All right. All right. So, yeah, comfort food. Oh, there were so many. Uh, we went to McDonald's a lot because we lived in Tom's River when I was like your age over there. And what was the what was the thing that you would always get at McDonald's? Oh, burger, always, always the, the regular ass burger, and I still enjoy them to this day. And yeah, shut up. I'm just saying. There's a texture. There's a there's a nostalgic <laughs> texture to it. Yes, it's a texture it's not, of uh, ground up bones and cartilage right. you know what you want to judge me let's try some, let's go to Cadbury eggs let's talk about that there's <laughs> nothing but cancer in those you're right I know so I mean it features a commercial of a lion like balking or whatever the fuck making a chicken sound where it's like Brock! remember it was a bunny it's a bunny rabbit it was a bunny lion <laughs> there was a lion I swear to god am I crazy okay thank we're you. getting lion confirmations okay thank you <laughs> Uh, I, I uh, liked a lot of candy, peanut butter. Peanut butter was like the one thing I could have as a kid that didn't require me to have a knife. Uh, so what did it require you to have? A spoon. And so I would just, just like take it and just... I, peanut butter was definitely a real comfort food. Um, especially as I got less and less friends at the apex of my nerddom in fourth grade. Uh, Kent, if we can go to this next picture. Um... <laughs> I uh, 
Can we talk about the length of your torso? I'm really confused about the bottom of this leotard. It was made for a smaller kid. But also, <laughs> it also wasn't made for me to be wearing a whole sweatsuit underneath it, which I was. Yeah, but, well, guess what? You wouldn't have to do that this year because Halloween is going to be like 75 degrees. That's right. I could be a sexy Robin. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, definitely comfort food in, from seventh grade onwards was like the cheap pizza at Santini's Pizza which was later shut down because they found out they were using um, smashed cans of tomato sauce. <laughs> damaged damaged cans. Second... second uh, that they dug out of the trash? Yeah, aftermarket cans, yes. Uh, still he lives. I'm still here, still here. And then, uh, <laughs> and then in college, I quickly went to beer as a comfort food because it was really one of the few things I could afford. Uh, it's and bread. I, yeah, it's bread. And at the at the community store, the only thing that I thought was help that w- was healthy <laughs> were Drake's cakes. Uh, <laughs> Wait, how did you think pies. that was? Oh. <laughs> the fruit pies. There's fruit in them. There's no real fruit there's in fruit. them. There's fruit. But this was this was when I tried to orchestrate a drunken Batman Halloween cr- crawl. Uh, Kent, if you could, this is when the sidekick became the bat. <laughs> and. I was, this was like the first year of Facebook. I tried to do a thing where like, I'll be Batman at your party. Invite me and I'll come and drink. And all you have to do is give me beer. Um, sad Batman. Sad Batman. <laughs> sad Batman. But actually kind of lost. I was, that was probably, I was skinnier at that time. It just, just broken up. Yeah, look at your pecs. Breakup weight. Um, yeah, that, that was the leotard. You can get that from spandexman.com. <laughs> 85 bucks, 15 bucks extra with the zipper, which I had. The zipper for what? To for pee. easy access? Not, Wait, I'm you had to pay extra for the zipper? Yeah, of course I did. And it didn't just zip down here, it zipped all the way to the back. <laughs> so it kind of makes you wonder what this span, this span it's, a, it's a fetish site. Yeah, but it yeah, definitely is. <laughs> thank God for bat symbols. That It's not really a copyright thing. They were just selling it because they knew they could. So it's wonderful. Uh, and, but now comfort food is basically like, is pho. Like as an adult. Oh my God, it's the fucking best. It's the yeah. fucking best. Yeah. And guys, you should, by the way, I'm sorry, I didn't say this earlier. If you would like some comfort food during the course of this show or comfort beverage, I highly, highly encourage you to frequent the bar in QED because we love this venue and we want to keep them open and your ticket monies are going toward this venue and uh, they have Rice Krispie Treats with M&Ms in them. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah. yes, I, I love how they do the iced coffee. The iced coffee because it's in this, this plastic cup that's already... This frozen. is legit iced yeah. coffee, and QED. Like it's extra cold. It's, in, it's from the refrigerator. The refrigerator. Um, um, those Drake's cakes, you know? Just melt my brain. Well... Yeah. You know, how many people also ate, like, food that was supposed to be cooked, but you ate it raw, like ramen or Pop-Tarts? I've had, I've, I've had Pop-Tarts, but I've also had Eggos. No! The, when they thought they're, they're fine. They, I mean, have you... Ever, I know. Isn't it too hard? No. When they thaw, they're just, like, they're just flimsy bread that has to be toasted. It's just like bread. They're so so It's not just like bread. It's just like bread. It's just a little soggy. In other news, our children are going to be mutants. <laughs> all right, Miss Cadbury. Still, come on. As I said, we're all going to die anyway, yeah, so let's just true. enjoy it. Okay, uh, let's do it. 
because it's late. It's late for a Sunday again. And thank you all for coming. Thank you all for coming. I'm going to keep saying it until you're sick of me. And um, shall we? Yes. Okay. Uh, our first guest is a lady that uh, we've known for a while. She comes yep. from, uh, we met her in the pit, in the circles of the pit, the People's Improv Theater, but she is also uh, a the UCB rings. person. Um, she is a delightful character, actress, actor, sorry. Uh, I'm not using the word actress anymore. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> She, you may have seen her on Master of None or on Girls or on any of the stages in New York City. Give it up for SUNY Reyes! <laughs> yes! Yes! Dropping things already. Yeah, but you look amazing. Is this thing a bodysuit? Yeah, it was too big for me. I have tiny titties. So, <laughs> so I have to cover that area because, you know, this is made for people with more than triple A. Well, I'll give you some of these. Okay, great. Yeah, I that's great. That. <laughs> um, uh, hi. hi. Um, Suni, thank you for being here. You're adorable. Um, before we get into your... your um, very interesting past as a dancer in many forms... Um, any particular comfort foods come to mind that you would enjoy when you were little that would kind of make all your problems go away for uh, a second? Yeah, I had no other choice but to have comfort food uh, because <laughs> that was all my parents could afford. <laughs> they literally like dinner was like corned beef and spam and Vienna sausages. You ate spam growing up? Oh, yeah. We like rice and beans, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm from Puerto Rico, everyone. Uh, so it was like rice and beans and spam or uh, plantains and Vienna sausages, <laughs> which in Puerto Rico is salchichas carmelas. That's like our version of Vienna sausages. So it was like, I don't know, it was part of like our... Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I mean, that's how... Uh, I feel like that's how families in a lot of different cultures can, like, get through any kind of massive problems, you know? Right. Um, and I... Like four kids in our house. Too, oh, so my God. Like, you know what? Uh, popping this can and just you guys eat. That's easier. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Um, yeah, well, I kind of think that peasant food is the best food. It is. I think I was a happy kid. Yeah. Yeah, and um, a lot of cookies. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved cameos. Uh, <gasps> I don't know. Cameos, were those the ones with the or sandwich cookies? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I love sandwich cookies. Those were like my thing. Were you, where were you in the lineup of siblings age-wise? Uh, I'm the oldest and I look the youngest. <laughs> <laughs> For the record. Is my mic super hot? I don't no, want to sound. No, but you're looking pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Way to fish a compliment. Oh my God. Um, uh, well, uh, Okay, you look pretty good for being the oldest. I feel like being the oldest is fucking stressful. It is fucking stressful. No one cares about you, and I was. Yeah, you, you, see, you tend to go through all the yeah. hardships first that yeah, the kids then, don't uh, have to. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever like lord that over the uh, the younger ones? Like I had to do this for you or any of that stuff. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh cool. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to like date. Oh, or like like anything, but my brother, you know. Yeah, he got everything. Yeah, dude, he brought girlfriends. Yeah, over. My little brother got to go. So I was denied from going to this Radiohead concert in Boston. I grew up in Connecticut, and I was like, I'm gonna go to Boston. I'm gonna take the tea. And my mom was like, No fucking way, you're not. When I was in high school, I was a senior in high school. But like four years later, when my brother was a senior in high school, he went to a Radiohead show at the same venue in Boston. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Concerts. I started going to concerts when my brothers were old enough to go to concerts. Like it was like, you can right. go with Suni because sh- you're the babysitter now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's like, nice. Great. 
Well, Suni, um, let's uh, let's dive in to your dancing situation. Okay, so, if we may, which is that what you're wearing on your shoulders right it's now? <laughs> it's just like a new, like you know, '80s uh, kind of a style that I'm trying to. Rock. I like it. <laughs> Tell the people what it really is here. Okay, so this is a leotard, you guys. Uh, this is a handmade leotard by what? My uh, dance teacher. Like I said, we were a big family. We uh, worked to pay uh, rent and spam. So <laughs> my teacher was nice enough to give me whatever scraps she had left <laughs> in her in her trunk of like leotards and dance attirements. So this was one of them. That's amazing. I've never seen a handmade Look at leotard. That low back, like lower back. What? You could totally see hipsters wearing that in, in Williamsburg. Oh, oh my yeah. god, this is like from the 1980s. You amazing. Yeah, this is a Silver Lake special right oh, here. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, some tan. Suntan tights. I had those too, man. Anyone else? Suntan tights. Capizio. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, yeah. Not very flattering. <laughs> no. Blood stains do not wash out. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Sorry. <laughs> let's, uh, let's jump to some pictures of, uh, yeah. of Sunni and her youth, yeah. Kent. Oh, so this is the one that I put. I just love it. And you were commenting on your eyebrows, and I think they look fly. Yeah. <laughs> mustache alert unibrow almost it's just like it was a lot and again I wasn't allowed to date and you know it wasn't like easy were you Catholic growing <laughs> up? what was that? yeah yeah yeah. and uh, I couldn't tweeze my eyebrows until I was like 17 I did it and then you weren't allowed to? like who would want to? Like, I still don't I do it by like, the way like, I was like I thought I had like really really thick eyebrows and I felt like that was like the thing that boys were looking at and I was like, they're not looking at my double A titties. They're looking at my eyebrows. So I wanted to, I wanted to tweeze them. <laughs> I wanted to well, just get fails. them out. Yeah. And I felt like I couldn't, again, I was the oldest. So I was like, no one has done this before. Yeah, you got to break new ground. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I always felt like I couldn't do things because no one, you know, I was like, all right, now we're doing this. Yep. But the moment must have been tremendous. Like the, fir <laughs> the, the first pluck from my, the My best experience. friend, Darrell, is like, uh, she was like, Sunu, we gotta do something with your eyebrows. <laughs> and, and she was like, we're doing this. And I was, uh, uh, what else was it, junior, uh, yeah, 11th grade. Mm -hmm. And I was like, my mom's gonna kill me. I'm gonna die. As soon as I die. <laughs> and, I, and she kind of like pretended she didn't notice. And then like weeks later, I know you're twisting your eyebrows. You know that, right? Oh, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, mom see everything. <laughs> right, and I was like, oh, it wasn't me, it was Darellis. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I just kept doing it whenever. But Darellis did them for me because my mom didn't buy, my, buy me the twizzers. Mm -hmm. So I just waited for my friend. It's so painful. <laughs> oh, my God. But you know what? I, I don't think I could do uh, waxing. I don't think I could. That's like more painful. No, that's worse. Threading is really? the worst one. Uh, well, exactly. Yeah. I think like it's less invasive, like tweezers, and it's like, you take the, the dark ones and the others, you're like, it's fine. Makeup will cover it. One thing I will say about suntan tights is that they're thick enough that you can't see pubic hair under them. When you hear a hairy person. I mean, <laughs> I guess it depends how much hair. Well, um, so, um, because you brought these beautiful things. Oh, my God. Is this a full-length okay, bodysuit? Yeah, this is a bodysuit. Oh, my God. Again, my teacher, because she, she used to dance in New York City, so she, whatever she, she had... They're le her leftovers from like her dance life it's in New nice. York City. It's like Jane so who, Fonda you know, aerobics. Exactly. Like who knows? You know who saw her in this? Maybe like Barishnikov was in the class with her. 
But like stuff like that, I would wear when like normal girls would just have a black leotard, oh yeah, pink tights, or like you know a black. Uh, so you were wearing this like in oh. ballet classes while everyone else was in that yeah, uniform. Yeah, like, ooh, okay, what what is this? It's like you were <laughs> <laughs> you were primed to be a comedian from the beginning. You're like, this has got to be a cosmic yeah. joke. Yeah, I was literally a comedian inside a ballerina's body. That and <laughs> so, what, at what point did you decide? Because uh, you were pretty serious about ballet. Oh yeah, that's how I uh, I ended up. In New York City. Uh, I was a professional after a lot of classes and embarrassing, um, you know, um, leotards. Uh, I, I became a professional dancer in Puerto Rico and then I came here, auditioned for Ballet Hispanico, which is mm -hmm. a professional dance company, and they picked me out of um, amazing 75 people. <laughs> and, That's amazing. Uh, yeah, That's and then great. I was like, I'm moving. And my mom's like, what? <laughs> I'm the first, so I'm doing this. There you oh, go. Congratulations. There you yeah. go. That's amazing. And, and I think we have a picture of uh, yeah. your, your team, I think, might be the next Is, one. Well, yeah, well, I want to know what the... Oh, yeah, what this sorry. class was about, although, yeah. Right. This is a good promo for... There's nothing hot pink here. There's that nothing was, hot pink here. That was center stage before center stage. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, that's that right. A Puerto Rican ballet company, Ballet Teatro Municipal de San Juan. Oh, yeah. And it was, it was amazing. We all went through puberty together. Um, <laughs> most of them had boyfriends. I didn't. And uh, my eyebrows are still the thickest. The thickest. <laughs> I think. But you see how everyone's wearing like pink tights and like normal stuff. That black leotard was given to me by one of these, by uh, the dancer next to me, Chari. Uh, her name's, yeah, Chari. You're third from the right there, yeah? Yeah, I'm, yep. I'm third exactly yep. from the right. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Suni, we need to talk. And she, <laughs> and on my birthday, she gave me a leotard. It was, like the, it was the cutest thing. You guys, they were amazing. Friendship. Friendship. Are you still, you can still keep in touch with them? On Facebook, yeah. Where every, what did you say earlier? Everybody's everybody's friends because right. of social media, whether you want to be or not. Exactly. Um, I think from in that picture, I think there's two of them are still professional dancers. Uh, they own amazing uh, either a studio ballet studio or or they're like professional ballet teachers. The rest are married with kids and <coughs> happy. Good. <laughs> you know, artists. We're just yeah, yeah. like I'm right. never growing up. Exactly. Um, I think, and we have a. Two more, I think? Yeah, we have a few more. Good ones. You sent really good photos. So I wanted, is oh this from God. a, what show is this? Okay, that's Amor Brujo. That's a ballet uh, flamenco. It's a fusion of ballet and flamenco. Cool. Oh, nice. Uh, the, my teacher choreographed it, <laughs> the one that gave mm -hmm. me all of these. I love that you kept uh, those, by the way. <laughs> I had so many of them. I was like, you know what? Three is okay. We're just going to keep it at three. <laughs> but she gave me a, like, she'll come uh, to class with like a bag, like a dance bag, but full of like, these things I'm like great dance attire you know for the next six months that's amazing because you sweat in them so much that it's mm -hmm. just you know they just don't last that long they look pretty clean I gotta say right yeah I, I tried I mean it's just I'm the youngest but I uh I'm the oldest but I look the youngest so that's wait the, is this a, a stirrup situation yep ah <laughs> yes yeah, yeah, yeah so I tried to like I don't know keep everything Neat, because you never know when you're gonna go back to dancing. It's always good to have your gear with you. you know? <laughs> are you still Are you still dancing now? No, I teach uh, whenever I can. Uh, I teach kids and adults sometimes. Um, yeah, I miss it a lot, but it's just it's hard. Dance Dance life is hard. 
Cause, I mean, every, like, every oh, life yeah. is hard. Well, you have to give up food altogether <laughs> if you want to do that. I was so lucky. I was actually, I had the fastest metabolism in the world, and I ate like a truck driver. <laughs> like, it, it was like, you know, after dance class, it was like rice and beans and chicken and then flan and like, you know, like, mm-hmm. like I was just, I was lucky. You're lucky. I, like, but I know a lot of my friends were not, and it was hard. It was very, very hard. Uh, but it, it didn't, for me, it was just like, I... I was I was something else inside, ready to come out like a gremlin. <laughs> Maybe like, several other people inside. Yeah, several other ready people. To come like out. they were like, Sunny, you're always like, can you just sit down still and not move? Or just like do you know that across the floor and then just keep silent. You just no. Nope. I always had like commentary on the side, and there she comes, and she's super fast. Wow, she landed <laughs> on her knees. <laughs> just, <laughs> Like, people were like, you need to shut up. Ballet is like, you know, for quiet people. And like, I would not, I would not stop talking. Like, I literally think it got me into a lot of trouble and didn't allow me to get further. I got as far as as I could get with like my mouth and flat feet. (laughs) You did great. It was, it was insane. Like, I remember the first time I knew I was like, I am not, I'm not supposed to be here. Uh, we were at a dress rehearsal for that for Amor Brujo mm-hmm. and um, uh, it was like in the, they, they were taking like a big break in the middle of the dress rehearsal and they got Mike you know the mm-hmm. Mike that the dress the, oh, the no. artistic director uh, <laughs> uses uh, was left on stage <laughs> and everyone was like you know walking around the theater or like sitting down uh, just like having snacks or whatever nuts thing that dancers eat and I was and I was just like oh my god oh my god there's a mic <laughs> and I was like 14 like in 13 or 14 years old and I got on stage mm-hmm. in my ballet uh, um um clo- on my ballet clothes and I was like I'm going to start talking and I started impersonating the artistic director <laughs> who was Cuban. So I was doing a Cuban accent. Oye, pero todo el mundo aquí tiene que... Like, that's, like, that's very different from Puerto Rican. Like, Oye, pero todo el mundo aquí tiene... That's like, it's a very different, like, mm-hmm. you know, any Latinos here at all? Okay, I'm I speaking, think... like, in tongues. <laughs> but it was like, it was like, I was, like, impersonating my artistic director. And it was like, everyone's like cracking up and whatever. It, I, it lasted, it was like a 10 minute set. Oh, <laughs> and they were like, and, they were, and then you were and, like, oh, yeah. I need to actually be able to oh, open no, no. my mouth the, on stage. He was like this. And I was like, stop it. I'm, I'll, I'll get off in a second. So then he said, like, Suni. Um, the dreaded and was, tap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was him. And I was like, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> I am done. You know, so it took me another three years to get a part in a ballet. Oh, man. <laughs> I think that, but I feel like with receiving these as a gift like comedy found you it was like yeah. you would have had black leotards aplenty if exactly. you were meant to go in that direction and being boring and you know I've no, used that. these for yeah. like some characters oh yeah yeah definitely this is like a a dance teacher that ends up teaching up a crunch gym and it's just like, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> like I've done that like it's just like oh, you know man. what I have so many dance characters yep. but this one yeah. is a little different from this other one amazing <laughs> Is there, is that the last? We have one more picture. There's one more picture. One more. Really? I, but we, yeah, yeah. I just let, wanted to put the prom one last because prom. I just love this like curl coming down because oh, yeah. we all it's did that. So sad. No date. That's my, one of my best friends, Jennifer. And you guys are in all white. Uh, what was that? You're in all white. Like it's a communion. Right. We yeah. were like, what, were, what was wrong with us? We thought we were getting married. You're virginal. And we did not. 
we didn't have dates and obviously we were white <laughs> good and uh the uh, actually oh, so sad okay so i was dating an asshole uh at that time but he uh he left me <laughs> to come to the states uh because he needed to like explore himself and like you know go and like do stuff in the states and then i found out the reason why he left puerto rico was because he got his ex-girlfriend pregnant what <laughs> Boom. and i was like no 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 this is not happening and it did happen so <laughs> so I, this is i i think it's the only picture i have from my prom because i was just like my boyfriend's in the u.s he'll come back for me and we'll just like you know go to broadway one day <sighs> and it was like that was not a story like me my little dancer world and also comedian world it was like oh no that was the saddest I'm so sorry. <laughs> but but again, what? if you had had a nice prom, it wouldn't be funny. Hello, no. hello. They yeah. literally, like, uh, the president of the class was like, because I don't, I don't know if they did that in your prom, but, like, everyone had, like, a, what they would be doing in 10 years. Yeah. It was like, so she was like, and Suni, she'll be in New York, living in Harlem. And that's literally what I was doing. <laughs> 10 years later, so when great. I auditioned for Valley Hispanic, and I, and I lived in Harlem. Oh, uh, while I was great. There. I was like, what the fuck? Can anyone else say something about my life and saying that I'm going to be in L.A. and have a TV show? <laughs> Just, yeah, speak it into existence. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm right, right. I've been trying to do that for the past eight months. It, it, it's not, it actually, yeah. I think it it's works. I think it does what? work. Well, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's All right. I've got a gift for you. As we always give a gift Stop. to our guests. Oh and the gift is um, a piece of uh, detritus from my childhood bedroom, which is still intact. Stop. So I'm slowly cleaning it out. So this is from a, um, a collection of shit. Uh, I had many collections of shit, but uh, for some reason, I had a lot of um, frogs, even though turtles were my favorite animal. That's amazing. So for you, I have this like green beanbag froggy. Oh okay, you don't understand. This is, do you know what this is? This is a Puerto Rican coqui. Shut a up. A coqui is a frog. It's the tiniest frog on earth. It's called a coqui. It goes, coqui. Okay. <laughs> At night, it puts you to bed, and uh, I put you to sleep, and, and, and it's literally like this. It's like flat and tiny, and, and it's Puerto Rican. Oh, my oh God, you guys. Shut up. No, Google it. A coqui is this. This is a coqui. It matches your bodysuit. What? This was, that. you know what? Meant to be. This, we're meant. Reappropriated. This is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah take it. Oh, take it away from me. I'm going to bed. I'm Yay. going to bed now. Oh, you guys are the best. Thank you for doing the thank bitch seat, so Suni. Suni Race, you guys. You. Catch her out at UCB. Thank you. Oh, watch out. Don't trip. Don't die. No, no, no. Thank you. Oh, my God. I love it when that happens, when I bring stuff, because I almost didn't bring those frogs, and then I was like, I got I to gotta clear it out. Yeah. Uh, how are you guys doing? Are you good? Good. All right, if your thirst isn't quenched, you should go and get a drink at the bar. Yeah. Um, all right. Bring some back for your friends. Yeah, do it. Even if they don't ask. Buy out the whole place. Yeah. All right, coming up next, this guy, okay. This is like truly, he probably thinks I'm a crazy person because um, I just think he's funnier than pretty much any other person on earth, which is saying a lot when you're a comedian, yeah. but like he's just got to, you just I'm have jealous. to follow him on Twitter and he'll tell you what his handle is. Um, but uh, he is most recently of uh, the show on IFC uh, that IFC picked up called Neurotica, or he wrote and was and acted in as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he uh, is at UCB as well, um, but mostly just the Twitter game is on fucking point. Give it up for Max Ash. 
get your Tom Petty. Oh, I need Everybody Tom gets Petty. some Tom Petty. I know everyone's sad now. Let it, let it penetrate. Let it penetrate. She's a good <laughs> girl. Loves her mama. Loves Jesus. It's a Do you song. love Jesus? You're a Jew like me. I am a Jew. Yeah. Um, I don't worship Jesus, do we? I don't know. What? Uh, no, that's not our thing. I'm a bad that's Jew. That's not our thing. I'm, oh, no. Um, bad Jew. Good start. Uh, <laughs> um, also, wait, before we start, yes. at the very beginning of the podcast, you came out and everyone was like, what a good shirt. And it's like great for us here, but the people listening right. don't Can know what the shirt Can you tell the listeners says. what the shirt is? It's, uh, it's a dog with a basketball. He's uh, lying. Why would you lying. do this? No, no, no. It says it's, Dracula in the streets. No, where Werewolf. And a wolf man in the sheets. Oh, Dude, you don't know even know what your own shirt says. You're wearing it. <laughs> he is a werewolf. Th- that's, his, that's his other gig. I was gig. afraid it was pl- problematic. I had to ask my friends, and they said it was okay. Um, cool. <laughs> but see, we, whenever we talk about the content of the shirt, sure. we have to mention that his sister bought it for him. All right. You have a good sister, man. <laughs> I do. That's we a gotta, cool shirt. I, I want to have her on the show one day. She's jealous of me. No, oh. no mm. she, was, she was an older sister... Much like Suni, she had to deal with a lot of shit so that I could enjoy myself, and she resents me for it sometimes. I think. Yeah. Were I, you an older Were you an older sister, Max? Uh, I was not an older sister. I was <laughs> a younger brother, and then became an older brother later. Oh, same when with did him. you become an older sister? Uh, I didn't. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've been an older brother for. Sixteen years now, which is weird. Yeah, it's uh, weird. It was like a late, really a late to be surprise. The baby f- uh, for a while. Like... I was the baby for a very long time. Okay, same. Uh, I was 10, 12, 11 years. Eleven years. Yeah, somewhere in between there. I was a baby for fourteen years, I think. Okay. I don't know. I can't do the math right now. Uh, That's okay. Fuck math. Pressure for math. Yeah. <laughs> it's Not weird when it. the focus comes becomes taken off of you because this new creature looks like you when yeah. you were younger. Well, the one that came first uh, looks so much like me. It's crazy. He's yeah. got like all my features and then the second one looks nothing like me. Um, well, that's going to feel good though. I mean like... Then- it does, I don't feel anything about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, as a, uh, a nice Jewish boy, did you enjoy Jewish comfort foods growing up? Did you have I, kasha varnishkas and pot roast like I did? I didn't. I... Didn't grow up like very Jewish. All my comfort foods were just like normal foods. Uh, my main comfort food was much like yours was Diet Coke. Uh, yeah. I was really into Diet Coke. I had like two cans every single day for like a very long time. And I remember the day when I had to stop drinking Diet Coke, which was a uh, I was like 13 or 14 years old. And I had like two cans of Diet Coke. It was like 10 o'clock at night. And I was just like, (laughs) what happens if I just like keep drinking Diet Coke throughout the night? And so I like took this weird challenge upon myself to just drink a lot of Diet Coke. And it was just like drinking Diet Coke and playing uh, San Andreas, like, uh, and then just like going on the computer and looking up facts because I loved facts. Uh, And then I would just like keep drinking. And I had like, six, seven, eight cans of Diet Coke by my bedside. And then the morning came and I had school that that day. Oh no. And so I was like, oh no, I haven't slept at all and I'm fueled by Diet Coke. And I ran into my mom's room and I like pretended I was sick. But I was like showing no symptoms of being sick. I was just very awake. (laughs) And my mom was like, you have to go to school. What do you talk? You're not sick. And I was just like, oh, please. I I have drank so much Diet Coke. And she's like, I don't care. And she sent me to school. And I was just like 
on the like I was crashing in the middle of class and then like waking up oh and I just like, I couldn't regulate my body that entire day and I still probably did well in school. Oh, I thought you were going to say day. I still probably can't regulate my body uh, to this no, day. No, I also can't to this day. I have no idea uh, what chemicals I put in my body and how much this should go in. Well, you're wearing Diet Coke colors right now. I am. I'm wearing red and black. Yeah. Uh, a little more silver. silver underwear. Yeah, you need some... Oh, it's got it's silver under, underwear. Yeah, under... Perfect. Yeah, he's got it. He's got it. He's got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, uh, I brought you... I didn't realize that this was a comfort food episode. I brought you guys food. What? What? Uh, I, my mom gave me gluten-free brownies and gluten-free <laughs> muffins last night, oh. and I put it in the bag that I put, like, the thing that I was supposed to bring in. Uh, this That's amazing. Bag. Yeah, if you guys want brownies or muffins or anyone wants them, uh, I for some reason, I, in my head, my mom says the brownies are gluten-free and I can't have gluten. And I just like, I, I trust that the brownies aren't gluten-free. I don't trust that they're, the muffins aren't gluten-free. So I'm not going to eat them. <laughs> we'll eat them. For, we'll take them off Please your hands. Sure, yeah, I, I have no idea what to do with them. That's great. We'll, we'll definitely say, my, my um, uh, roommate and dear friend, Abby, who's not here yet, but she's coming, uh, is gluten-free and we're staying at her place. So oh, awesome. we can just give her some muffins. I have a lot of things to talk to her about. Yeah, you do. She's uh, the best. Yeah, I've been gluten-free for almost a year. Oh, man. Congrats. Congrats. I have a very horrible gluten intolerance. Yeah, just like you, the rest of L.A. Yeah. Yeah. So Everybody. It's just like me and my people. Let's, uh, let's get to the first picture. Well, the first picture, yes. Oh, the first please. picture is going to be an intro into what you're sharing. So, oh, my so gosh, tell yeah, us about this. You can move whatever around you need to or take the mic yeah, out or whatever yeah. is required. Um, so when I was in fourth or fifth grade, for some reason, I became obsessed with drugs. Uh, for those of you who can't see it, there's just a picture of a report that says addictive drugs. All the letters are different colors of greens and blues. <laughs> I took the time to change each and every letter. Uh, it's like you're on the drugs while you're yeah. making this report. I mean, all kids are like kind of on drugs. That's just how they operate. Dude, when I had a mushroom trip, I was I totally understood how like little children feel. Like how I, know, they, I heard I was listening to yeah. Uh, is that what I talked about it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my girlfriend's episode, Taylor. It was very funny. And Hi, children Taylor. are just like drug people. They are. <laughs> They're just like always. On like oh, some sort of mushroom trip, and that's why every little thing like throws them way off. Yeah, yeah. They can't regulate anything, so just like the smallest change makes them crazy. Yeah, it's insane. So you were obs- you were obsessed with telling the world about it. This is for a school project. I guess so. Uh, I th- I don't remember if it was like a project for school or just like I was in class and I was like I need to research drugs, and my teacher was like, "All right, go ahead." And sent me to the back Wait, of the classroom. Wait, are you from? New Jersey? I'm from Long Island. Long Island, okay. Yeah. I knew you were tri-state area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around here. Um, and my teacher, I don't. I guess I just did a report on drugs. On, on the picture, it's just a, a marijuana plant, and I guess that's peyote. I, it looks like just a cactus. It could just be a cactus. Uh, I'm not even sure. It's ominously tinted enough where it could be anything. It could be <laughs> anything. That could be like a close-up there. Yeah, yeah, it could be like an armadillo's it's back, <laughs> for all we know. <laughs> That Breaking Bad, like, desaturation, yeah. you know what you're looking at is not, you know, it's... Never sure. Yeah. Uh, so you did this freelance uh, report I for did school. a freelance <laughs> report in, like, the fourth or fifth grade on drugs. Uh, and there's one thing, so me yes. and Taylor last night went to my mom's house, and... Oh, you were along for this journey, too? Oh, yeah. What we a treat. such a good time. We... So we like I kept asking my mom to like find these things for me and she kept forgetting and I was just like, all right, I'm just going to come to Long Island and look for them myself. And I'm so glad I did. So me and Taylor went under the stairs of her house in the crawl space where she keeps all the things she's ever kept about me. And we looked at all of my 
past like pictures and reports. Uh, first of all, it turns out I was uh, a serial killer, I think, when I was a kid. <laughs> I there there's a like a, a book that I made once that has to, it, it said like memoirs or something and there's no words in it except for the, the the cover page that says memoirs the rest of the book is just like random items and pictures that I've cut out and just pasted onto paper and it like gum and like pictures of a beanie baby it's just like a very small photo. Yeah. And, uh, and there's a screw. I, a screw. I taped a screw into the book. Definitely a serial killer. Yeah, I was absolutely. And like in the middle of each page, for some reason, there was like a picture of Jerusalem, I think. <laughs> I, every single page in the exact same You're spot. You're a terrorist, man. I, I guess I was a terrorist serial killer. Ken, can we get a picture of this uh, terrorist serial killer? Oh, yeah. So that's a picture of me. I fucking loved trees. And somebody caught me See, in a moment. You you wanted to write about addictive drugs because you wanted to be taking them all the time. All the time. Uh, I was a very cute kid. Uh, you were I, very adorable. I but, was, thank But you. then it got creepy as you, you got, got older. Can got... we see another one, please? Oh, we have another one? Well, I'm just going to... I loved okay, all of them. so this Bone is a arrow. picture of me at Camp Kennybrook, uh, 1999, a camp that I did not like because the lake was polluted <laughs> and nobody liked me. And... A reason why is because I was a kid who tucked his T-shirt into his shorts. It is. It was a uh, champion brand basketball shorts that are up to your uh, nipples, nipples, pretty much. Probably, yeah. yeah. I I'm not even sure if I may have been like the only kid that had an archery photo. I must have like requested an archery photo, <laughs> uh, and I. I, I loved archery for a little. I like really intensely loved a lot of things that are like, lethal or lethal, but like short bursts. Like I loved archery for a while. <laughs> and this is a memento of that. Uh, do the people that listen to the podcast see these pictures? Yeah, I put them on Facebook. Great, great, great. Um, they're going to find out everything. Good. I'm so glad. They need to see yeah. this. The world needs to see this. Um, but I don't want to keep cutting you off. I want you to read this thing. Oh, sure. Okay, so we found... The thing that I was like hoping to find, and I'm so glad we found under my mom's stairs, was uh, this... I think it's a report. I don't... I'm not sure. Uh, it is... It's, there's a, it's a green piece of construction paper... And printed out on it is a very long piece of paper. It's like longer than eight by eleven. I don't know where I got this paper. It's from. legal. Yeah, it's a legal paper. Is that what it's called? Legal, legal. as opposed to letter. I see. Okay, it's an illegal. I, I know nothing about paper. Um, <laughs> and so it's a report that I did about drugs, <laughs> and it is called Help. <laughs> Caps locks. Like Exclamation point. Very it, big yeah. text. Help by Max Ash. Okay, this is. It's very fun. Here we go. Did you know that you do drugs all the time? <laughs> I was apparently very into clickbait when I was a kid. Okay. Did you know that you do drugs all the time? Every time you get sick, you take something called a drug, or more commonly known as medicine. Drugs can be helpful, but drugs can also be bad. Did you know that most bad drugs are illegal and you can make you very sick and sometimes good drugs can't even help? Well, there are some people that take drugs even after other people tell them not to. Those are criminals. Uh, did you know drugs can do strange things to your too many spaces body? 
there are some drugs that are called depressants. And then I like phonetically spelled out depressants in like a parentheses or downers uh, in quotes and can make you feel that you can get away from all your problems because it makes you feel alone. You feel, you feel like nothing can bother you. A couple hours later, the downer wears off and all your problems have come back. So you keep taking it again and again until your hot heart stops and your, a lot of ellipses, dead. <laughs> dead, has, dead is on a center, line all by itself. In the itself. center of the dead page, center. by itself, and then in parentheses under it. So I guess in a way, it did take away all your problems. <laughs> Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, okay. Next paragraph. There are also other kinds of drugs. Another kind is called a stimulant or uppers. It is almost exactly the same as a depressants, but it makes you excited and speeds up your blood pressure. And just like depressants, you keep taking it until you're dead. Right in the and then under it, in parentheses, my favorite quote, some people may think heaven is exciting. <laughs> How did your teacher not lose her shit? I have when no you idea. Read that? That's the funniest thing I've ever written. I wrote it when I was like 10. That's, yeah. It doesn't look like 10. this was graded. No. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I guess she just printed it out and then gave it to me. Uh, do you know that people can die just by taking drugs once? Some people's bodies can't handle the drugs, so they die right on the spot they're standing in. <laughs> Did you know that drugs can lead you to stealing and hurting other people? Drugs conquer your brain and tell it you need more. If you don't have any drugs on hand or you can't pay for them, you may resort to hurting people for their money. This could lead to killing people or stealing from a bank. <laughs> You gotta be good to steal from a bank. Yeah, you gotta be in dire straits to stealing from a bank. Did you know that drugs kill 4,380,000 teens a year? Every week, 3,000 teens try drugs and 3,000 die from them. So there's like an exact trade off. (laughs) I have one last question though. After reading this book, It's not a book, by the way. I'm reading a piece of paper. After reading this book, would you take drugs? Because I wouldn't. And that's how it ended. That's really... Oh my God. Really just shows you how the war on drugs warped our perspective. Sure did. It just became this binary, if you take drugs... You're dead. You're dead. That's it for you. Let's see the well-mannered uh, oh, yes. uh, kid who... Next, please. Let's uh, be clearly on drugs, by the way. <laughs> yeah. uh, for those of you who can't see this picture, There is, it is a stuffed me. bird on There's his head. There's a stuffed bird. I think it's a beanie baby. Probably. It's a bird on my head. It looks like a cockatoo. And my eyes are... Glazed fit, like, So glazed. I am so high uh, in this photo. I uh, Yeah, I'm just like a drugged-out little boy. <laughs> That's great. I love it.
one. You look like Benny the Jet Rodriguez from the Sandlot. Absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah. I just that's am, a better photo. I'm of just me. obsessed with the nails of the woman whose arm is around you. Oh, that woman is my mom. She has <laughs> very long nails. Always has. She keeps her nails very pristine. Uh, they are a pride of hers, and okay, I respect you. her for that. I respect her. She yeah. she gave me free brownies. I respect her. Yeah, you can have yeah. these. By the way, she can just be- dive into this bag and take the brownies, please, <laughs> sure. whenever you feel. Okay. Uh, but that's me as a what I thought was a, like a handsome look. Um, yeah, but this is like hair. this is like a blank check. The movie kind yeah. of kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, Mr. I look like McIntosh. a kid from Blank Check. Yeah, yeah Mr. That McIntosh. Movie's, that movie's messed up, Dude, I just read a whole... Everybody movie. go... I don't know what... Did you read it? It came out I recently. I, I about watched how, it like a year Like a play-by-play play of how messed up the movie is, but... There's um, just, it's just the most messed up thing is that one scene at the very end... A full-grown woman so kisses him on a the A full-grown woman who's like a police commissioner... She's on the FBI. On the FBI, kisses a little boy on the mouth for like a couple seconds. But then he also kills a man with a heart attack via VR. Wait, right? what? Right when I he forget like forget that. The guy who's coming after him puts the helmet on him and like he like controls the thing that he's seeing until he collapses. Is this the same movie? Blank Jack, yeah. yeah. Blank- when he goes through he chases him through the mansion. It's not the it's not the main criminal. It's like the oh, hey, I don't know about this criminal. Oh, the side like, criminal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all they're all nervous criminal. dude. <laughs> uh, um and uh, wait, but oh, what is I, this? What is this? So that I have a composition notebook similar of to mine, drugs but in, in more in one piece. Uh, there's one thing in particular that I read last night that was possibly also the funniest thing I've ever written, and I I just want to find it. Oh, I wish I put a post-it note in here. Where is it? We're gonna have to at some point take a longer time with this notebook yeah. because it's I bet a there's, very, a there's, there's a lot of stuff in here. Weird co- that one was on all red, and it didn't look like... The, uh, the there was another oh, okay, page entitled Toothpick? Okay. Uh, addictive Drugs is what it's titled. I'm just going to read the first sentence because it's the funniest. Uh, don't take drugs. They kill more in a year than Hitler killed. <laughs> oh, wow. Max, are you clean and sober to this day? I, I, I had a couple wines before this, but that's it. Uh, I just, I, I guess I don't know the scale that Hitler killed, or I just, I, I don't know what I was thinking when I wrote this. But next to it, there's a dedication page. Uh, it said decation page, and then I added a DE on top of it. And it says, I dedicate this page to all of the people who have been and are caught up in drugs and who are taking them now. Uh, That's my entire dedication page. And the dedication page comes like, I don't know, eight pages into the book. Uh, So were you in a D.A.R.E. program? Is that why you were so obsessed? No, we never had D.A.R.E. at our school. We didn't have anyone to come talk to us about drugs. I just like all of a sudden. It was you. It was me. I became the D.A.R.E. program for my school. But also nobody listened to me. I guess like D.A.R.E. Nobody (laughs) listens to D.A.R.E. I, I... they're fascinating. Drugs are fascinating. Um, they are. I love them. Specifically marijuana. But, oh, yeah. Um, I, I actually, I can't, I can't smoke marijuana because I freak out. Uh, I don't know if that's like a, like God was like, oh, you're going to research drugs. Well, this is what I'm doing to you. And now anytime I smoke, I shake violently and I think about how drugs lead me to jail. Uh, <laughs> In the oh, like every single time I smoke, you like, are from the tri-state area. I, 
Yeah. Uh, I can't, like, the smallest thing, like, I'll, I'll drop a piece of receipt paper on the ground while I'm walking around, and I won't think of anything about it, and then I'll be in my room, and I'll smoke, like, I do every six months like an idiot, and then I'll be, like, going down this K-hole in my own brain of just, like, oh, my God, that receipt paper I littered, and someone is going to find it. Dude, I do that, too. I do the same thing. Yeah? But, like, I, I do it, like, in the moment, so I'll, like, I'll, like, drop a gum wrapper by mistake, and I'll know I did it, and I'll walk two blocks, and then I'll walk two blocks back to get it and put it in the garbage can because oh, I'm man. super it, paranoid it about it. It makes me so guilty. Yeah. It makes me Drugs. feel guilty. It doesn't I, make, I guess it does make me guilty because marijuana is illegal here. You're just a good person. Mm, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, I have empathy. Um, all right. Well, I have a gift for you as well, as oh we God. always always have gifts, um, because we're, we're in the frog phase today, and we were speaking so much about Beanie Babies. This actually <sighs> works out really well. It's not a Beanie Baby brand, um, but it's like a tree frog Oh, my thingy, God. That's a beautiful and it, color. it is like a bean bag. I don't know. The it's color like indigo. seemed like appropriate yeah. for you this for whatever reason. Frog. Don't you. lick it. it you know. I'm, it's, I'm gonna. It's not flavored. <laughs> it's not later. flavored. And but right before you get off stage, Kent, if you could just flash this last oh, picture, oh, Max has his arm around his okay. teacher. So. And she looks like she's. That is um, that is my teacher. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know if I was like running game on my third grade teacher. Real that smooth is, side criminal. That is Miss Lavelle. Uh, she was a very tough teacher. She loved me for some reason. My brother had her and like warned me. She's like, she is the toughest teacher that I've ever had. Uh, he didn't really have a scale because it was third grade. So uh, he was just like, he's, she's going to throw vocabulary words at you and you better know them. But one thing that I remembered when I was sitting over there was every single day when I would come into class, she had like a bun hairdo thing. And like, so her, her head was like a, her hair was like a dome. Yeah. Uh, and so I would, I would go up to her every single day and I would, this sounds weird. I would give her what I called the poof of the day. <laughs> I, would, I would go bad. up to her and I would go like, poof. That's the sound. That's the exact sound I made when I touched her hair, and I called it the every single day. And she just tolerated it. Like she was the teacher, and she could have been like, "Don't do that." And then I would have been like, "I'm in third grade, so okay." (laughs) But she was just like, "Max, you scoundrel!" And then I went and did third grade things. But I don't know why she let me do it for the entire year. And then one day I just saw her outside of class, and it freaked me out. Well. She was getting laundry, and she, I was at. It's always weird to see buying. teachers outside. Of school. Yeah, it was. It's very. Yeah. It's very jarring. It is because you don't see them as people. You just think they like sleep in, sleep in the classroom. Powered by poofs. <laughs> and you were ready to sleep and in the classroom. I was powering her, her for the entire year. <laughs> um, Max, what is your your Twitter handle so that people can find you? Oh my gosh, my Twitter handle is my name isn't Dave. Uh, <laughs> I put a lot of stock into Twitter. I should, but I do. I have so many belly laughs because of your Twitter. Thank you so much. Yeah. Run for president. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Please run for president. I will yeah. never do that. <laughs> it is too much stress, and I'm not good at responsibility. But you are funny at it. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for sitting in the big, <laughs> you, the big Max. seat, Max. Thank you so much. Max Ash, everybody. It. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, you guys for want the brownies up. or muffins? Uh, muffins, because you definitely can't eat the muffins, yeah, I so I will definitely them. take them. Yeah, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. All right. Uh, amazing. Let's get off stage so that we can get Rebecca on stage. Everybody, we have Rebecca Vigil and Dan Wrights here to hop on the keyboard for a few minutes. Yes. So, please hold. Uh, and, what? Oh, 
Thank you. In the meantime, uh, while we're setting up, everybody buy another drink. Do it now. We're doing a tech thing. Hi. How are you? Oh, man. This is good listening. <laughs> this part. They're, they're, they're going to love listening to this later. This part right now. Well, listen, you know, I mean, the, oh, yeah, sorry. If the audience wants to see it in person, then they can fucking show up in person. Ooh, aggressive. That always works. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I'm going to let you do your thing. Great. Thank you. Give it up for Lisa and Phil, everybody. This is Dan Wright. He'll eventually be on keys. We were talking about his deep V. Show him that deep V. Oh, yeah. That's quite a V. The bottom of the V, if you're, for the listening audience, the bottom of the V is in line with his nipples. That's how low that V is. Hi, so uh, I'm an improviser, mus musical improviser. Hello, thank you. Thank you, you don't know yet. It might be terrible. Um, but uh, what I normally do is, since this show we like talk and interview people about themselves, uh, I like to turn to the crowd and interview them. I know, you're giggling, sir. How oh, I like your giggle. You have a good giggle. What's your name, sir? Can we talk, please? Sanjay. We have met, haven't we? You guys bitch feet, bitch feet. <laughs> uh, oh my God, have you met that girl? She's such a bitch feet. Um, <laughs> what would a bitch feet be? Like, walks like a bitch? What? Oh, oh, that's a bitch feat. Hey, an achievement of the bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, whatever. Mm, nice bitch feet. That's a good, I'm going to use that now. Sanjay, have I talked to you in the show before? Yes. Oh, okay, then we don't need to talk anymore. Have I talked to you in the show before? Have you ever seen me do the show before? Oh, fantastic. Great. Uh, so Dan's going to play, and it'll make our conversation more comfortable. Because, like, right now, it's, like, palpable that everybody's listening and that I have a mic. I came down, so I have less status, you know? Um, what's your name? Penny. Shiny, shiny Penny. You have great skin. You have great skin. Yeah, that's why I said shiny. It's positive. <laughs> I don't mean like, <laughs> where's your blot strips? Um, no, um, I don't mean you're shiny. Uh, and Penny, that as well. Do people get that? Do they have like things they say because your name is Penny? People will sing Penny Lane to you? People stop doing that. Everybody should stop doing that, right? You don't like that, right? Yeah, what's your name? Penny Lane! Oh, cool! Penny Lane! <laughs> so weird. I didn't do that. I sang a different song for you. Don't play it. <laughs> but good ear. Um, so what do you do? What do you do for money? Yeah, for the 
listening on it. She's, quote, hanging out with an 83-year-old blind poet. It might be the coolest answer to what do you do for money that I've ever received, I think. And you're a stomp dancer? X stomp dancer. How willing, what do I need to do to get you to do that for me? Do I need to be a little more impressive? No, I won't. <laughs> I won't do that. But I won't do that. Okay. Where were you on that one, Penny Lane? Okay, all right. I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. I failed. I failed. There we are. There it is. Um, oh, keep going. This is what we'll do. you to stomp your feet and I can tell it will be a total bitch feet penny you can't stand right in front of me and do that stomping clapping thing oh please penny I'll never sing penny lane to you but there's one thing I'll never do never buy you a drink never buy I'm doing this show for free, so Penny, will you stop for me? I thought it went out! That's really funny. It's really funny. You really should see the show. I'm killing it visually. <laughs> um, did I do it? Yeah? Will you do it? No! The disappointment. Should we buy her a drink? What? Uh, right. It is choreographed. And you have to have the proper equipment. Yeah, Christian, do we have a big empty trash can? <laughs> it's a bit. It's a bit. Thank you, Christian. Give it up for Christian, everybody. Making QED run so well. Sanjay, um, have I asked what you do for a living? Can you remind me? I don't know if you've asked. Great. I've asked your, your, your friend here, right? Yes. Great, great. You? Exciting. Very yeah. Do you like working in an office? Not this office. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I hate it. I hate it. It like it drives me into suicidal thoughts. <laughs> it really does. Sitting in front of a computer for forty hours a week. I want to do that in my own home. You know? Who do you hate at the office? Give me your name. The mo her name, isn't that horrible? Oh, Rebecca. Believe her. Um, who is it? Alan? Fucking Alan. What, what, what makes him an asshole? 
About what? What is it like? Am I like that? Oh yeah, yeah. Familiar. That's how I was raised. Um, uh, we're talking about our childhood. <laughs> Alan. Oh, Alan. You make the Does he have Does he have hair? Long hair? Alan. Your short hair and your high pants. No. You saggy jeans, Alan. You're a mess. You walk around like you're the only one. Or do you do Facebook more? Mostly work. What's your least favorite task at the office? I hate answering the phone, especially when Alan is on the other line. Because he's screaming in the receiver, Alan, I can hear you fine. Alan's probably the type of guy to sing Penny Lane to Penny. Is that true? Does Alan Does Alan think he's funny? Fuck Alan. We don't like your jokes, no Alan. You probably had a trouble past with your folks, oh Alan. Don't you see? You irritate me, Alan. Think this when he's in your head and in your face, okay? You irritate me, Alan. You irritate me, Alan. Be around you is a challenge, Alan. Thank you. Thank you. Dan Wrights, everybody. Making it up. Give it up for Lisa and Phil, everybody. Wait, I have a, I, ha, I brought one for you too. Yeah, um, I, I brought you a really special one. I don't know where I got it from, but it looks like it's from some kind of casino. It's covered in, in dice and it says, let the good times roll. But, but you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to cut it in half and give half to Dan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just 
Dan writes everybody, Rebecca Vigil, and um, listen, please find them and follow them wherever they go and, and so that they can make money doing this shit because they're way too talented to be doing it for free. Right? Am I right? Uh, all right, we're in the home stretch, everybody. We have one more guest who hustled her ass over here from Union Hall because Jesus. that's what? Oh, yeah, I always put it up. That's the only I, one we have of you. Rebecca, I just love your bowl cut so much. Yeah. Um, so our final guest tonight um, is, she happens to be wearing tie-dye. I'm not sure if that's to bring us back to the 80s or 90s, but it's working. Um, she is um, of the uh, famous Guys We Fucked podcast that has done super, super well. You all should listen to it. It's fantastic. Uh, give it up for Corinne Fisher. Nice. Nice. We're doing Tom Petty all night in remembrance. Oh, that's lovely. Uh, I like how you made my tie-dye shirt about something, like, so nice, and it's actually just inspired by, like, the copious amounts of drugs I've been doing lately. Oh, you were like, oh, it's man. a childhood thing. No, it's like how I bought a meth pipe a couple weeks ago to do DMT out of. That's what... <gasps> Wait, we that's, have a... <laughs> that's why I have this shirt We on. have a lot to talk about <laughs> off-air. I'm just going to put it out there. Um, uh, which you is funny that you... so excited, by the way, with DMT. <laughs> oh, really? Well, uh, yeah, I've done. A, I yeah, I'm kind of. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Obsessed with learning all about it and ayahuasca, and I've done a lot of research. Oh, and a, yeah, we'll talk later. Okay, cool. It's, yeah, it's yeah. kind of off topic for the show. Although um, you just missed Max's bit where his whole thing was about his anti-drug screed oh, from when I he was. Heard oh, you it. heard? Yeah, yes. Okay, perfect, perfect. So you're a great um, antidote <laughs> to that. Um, uh, real quick, your favorite comfort food when you were little. Mm, when I was little, oh, Stouffer's macaroni and cheese. I would eat one yeah. every day wow. after school. Applause break for Stouffer's. Yeah, Excellent. it's the best. That was like my snack, and I would eat it as I watched uh, Stick Stickly on Nick and the Ass. <gasps> Stick Stickly! Yeah, yes. And I was like so thin, too. I was just like, mm, just as Stouffer's to hold me over until dinner. That's <laughs> <laughs> <was> great. <laughs> well, tell us about this beautiful artifact that you've brought. Okay, so yeah, I, I was actually looking for like my grammar school journal, and I couldn't find that. But then I found this. This is my journal from when I was 16. And this is so much better anyway. Because um, the other one was just a lot of me like learning how to use curse words for the first time. So this has a, this has a little bit more depth in it. Um, and just to get you into the scene, I was a, a very goth child. It says uh, the Raven, a writing journal. You'll see a Raven right here. So Yes, for the listeners, it is yeah. black with like silver uh, lettering. Yeah, so just get ready because it's going to get dark. It's very hot topic. Um, <laughs> Before we before so we before you start reading, can we throw up a picture of Corinne up here just for context? I'm, Very the, sweet. I'm the girl. Yeah, it's so in, it's so endearing, and I'm like, I have a feeling her material is not going to be that it, no. like sweet like that. I know because you ask for like embarrassing pictures, but they don't come till later when I'm like grinding uh, as an adult on gay men at Barracuda. <laughs> um, well, we can't. We know gay bar reference for those following. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, Kent. Oh, Kent is on photo duty. Thank you, Kent. That's fine. You can keep doing that. Or give we can see another Kent picture. Yeah, let's give it up for Kent, who does all of the work out here. Um, he has been recording podcasts since 9.30 this morning. He has a whole network called the Atlantic Transmission Network, so you guys check out all the podcasts on the network. 
plugs, plugs, plugs. Okay, um, please continue. Um, okay, so I don't. Yeah, this is this journal is also like falling apart. Uh, so I'm just gonna be very careful with it. Yes. So first things first you uh you open it up and immediately you're hit with just uh several pages of transcripts from an aim conversation <laughs> yes that i was having what was your screen name <laughs> my screen name was vice prez to be nice um still exists if you want to email me at vice prez to be at aol.com and i know you're thinking why not prez yeah why not Karen? Uh, well, and this is what I used to tell people, including my grandmother, when they asked me, because I would also sign my screen name underneath my regular name on like Christmas cards and stuff. <laughs> and I said, well, I'm going to be the first, I don't want to be the first woman president because obviously I'm going to be assassinated. So I'll just take the second position so I can get the Fairy glory. Wise. And also the vice president just always seemed like they were doing more fun things, you know? Yeah. They, they don't age They're, at they're the rate. hugging more babies. Right. They're like doing philanthropy. Thi- well, right. you are philanthropy gal, right? That's right. your... That is my... I mean, started serious, now just a big joke, but I had a lot of followers, so I couldn't very well delete it. Um, <laughs> but by the way, um, RIP AIM, they're shutting it down when? In December, December, I, I know. So get your last laughs with that. And I just reconnected with my friend who on AIM whom I haven't spoken to in 10 years. And Aww. then they announced it. Well, guess what? You, you can, can talk, talk yeah. to him in other <laughs> venues. I, I don't know. This guy doesn't have Facebook or anything. I feel like when this when AIM got, goes, so does he. Like He's his like an AIM ghost. Yeah. Yeah, which is kind of a cool thing, but the name goes. Like, yeah. It just ghosts you. Aww. The name itself. He's Aww. not going to die with it, I promise. <laughs> All right. So, yes, this, we have this AIM conversation. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm talking to my uh, boyfriend at the time who I did meet on the set of uh, Dawson's Creek. Uh, I wasn't on the show. Don't get excited. Uh, <laughs> I was an extra on the show, and his name is Anomalous Being. This is like a 14-year-old. <laughs> I'm 32 years old and I had to Google that word before I came on stage to make sure I was like definitely sure what it meant. This is a 14 year old. He had a weird life. His dad was like one of the founders of barnesandnoble.com. So he was like very rich and I was still living in New Jersey and I just wanted like a fancy boyfriend. Um, so at this, just to set the scene, at this time in my life, I'm very into the film Cruel Intentions. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It has just come out, and I had founded something called CW Inc., which was Cruel Horrors Incorporated, <laughs> with my best friend Paula. At age... <laughs> 16. Were you a virgin or no? Oh, yeah, I was a virgin. I didn't. I refused to have sex with anyone until I moved to New York City. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, you know? get that, that classy New York ass. I stand, by, I stand by that choice. I lost my virginity to a guy who looked like uh, uh, Ashton Kutcher and Bon Jovi had a baby, okay? <laughs> stand by that choice. <laughs> okay, so as you enter, so then after you get to the AIM conversation, prints it out, um, I, I cut out these little things just to notify people uh, and this black piece of paper in a silver uh, gel pen says you are about to enter the mind of Corinne Fisher brace yourself it's gonna be good (laughs) (laughs) next page just to maybe get you get you off if you're not really like if you don't really want to know about me do you really want to read this After all, curiosity killed the cat. (laughs) Wise words. (laughs) It comments on my own thing. Okay, so this is uh, January 3rd, 2001. 
Ah, well, welcome to my Galerie de Pensis. I don't even know how to say that in French, but it's just Gallery of Thoughts. I was just, I was very into Alta Vista translations at that time. <laughs> how old were you when you wrote this? 16. Right, right. Okay, yeah. great, um, great. It is here where I will reveal my true thoughts on many things. Some people will be shocked Others only surprised. <laughs> and, if, and if I'm lucky, a handful might even be disgusted. <laughs> I once heard someone say that people write a journal to be read, and of course they do. I am. It might not be best for people to read it while I'm still alive, but hey... That would certainly spice things up a bit. No. <laughs> like, and then, and then I don't update for four days, and I go entry number two. I would have written sooner, but being evil is a lot harder than you might think. <laughs> like, I don't even know what I was doing. I found some things about like trying to take down this very nice girl named Vicky, who I'm friends with to this day, and I don't know why. I think we were both interested in the same gay man. Um, <laughs> that's, that, that would become a theme in my life. <laughs> uh, especially when people uh, you are trying to destroy are stupid, ignorant, and all-around pathetic. <laughs> Sometimes I think, why am I even wasting my energy? I love Paula, my best friend to this day, to death. And she was the other co-founder of CW Inc., obviously. Um, but I know she's going to bail. Oh, well. I kind of knew that when I started this. But I have Alex, so I'm prepared. And then, just like in the movie Cruel Intentions, I introduced my boyfriend, Alex. He's from, got a, like with a, this. Uh, what is it called? Like a... No, title like on the card. screen, a title card. Yes. Thank you. I, yes. Alex gets a, a title card. Yes. So all this, I don't know why I'm talking so much about evil, because then the most interesting passage I found in here uh, was, let me see what this is about. Your, your penmanship is large, but very ornate. <laughs> <laughs> nice bubble, bubbly yeah, letters. So this is the next year, and I go, oh, my God, you will never believe this. Simon Cowell talked to me on the phone. Yes, the same Simon Cowell what? we all know and love. Yeah, this is the best entry in my opinion. I was eating dinner and my cell phone rings and it's Anthony. He's just a gay guy that I used to hook up with. And uh, <laughs> 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 he, had a, he, had a, he had a singing career in our town. Where, and by singing career, I meant he once recorded a song and then got a microphone tattoo on his forearm. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember the song too. It was, We're gonna dance like we dance like we never danced before. That was it. It was not the worst song I've ever heard, honestly. <laughs> he could get a top 10 for sure, for sure. So my cell phone rings and it's Anthony and he is saying, oh my God, where are you? I told him I was at dinner and he goes, you will never believe who was standing next to me. Then I find out it's Simon and run screaming out of the Panera bread. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. So many th important things in my life have happened in Panera breads. You have no idea. Um, 
Then my darling Simon gets on the phone and asks me what my name is, and I tell him Corinne. And he asks me why I'm not there in the queue. (laughs) LOL, how cute is that? (laughs) Anyway, I was like, I'm not good enough, Simon. You would make fun of me, because my friend Anthony was auditioning for American Idol. Uh, And he kind of keeps going, uh, why am I not in the queue and how I should come down? He was like, I hear you've been singing for like eight or nine years. I don't know where he got this. You should come down. He was like, you should come to the recall or something. That's that's not even the proper word. Uh, I really don't know what to tell you, something like that. Then I was like, well, I can't come down right now. I'm in New Jersey. (laughs) So then he asks, where in New Jersey? And I say, union. He's like, well, I'm glad you like me. A lot of people don't like me. And I was like, that's not true. You have a fan club. And he's like, no, I don't. And I'm like, yes, you do. I'm in it. (laughs) I was like, remember Jeanette from California? And he laughs and goes, oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) I was, there are all these likes in here. I was like, yeah, it's that one. So I get, this was like an AOL fan group, I think. Then he told me how my friend Scoop, that's Anthony's stage name. um, (laughs) As he called him, was such a nice boy and how he thinks he has a career ahead of him. I was like, yeah, I love Anthony. He's great. Then Simon told me that he hoped to see me and I was like, yeah, (laughs) I think I might have to die now. Then Anthony got back on and told me how he was just in his room singing at the Regent Wall Street Hotel and all of a sudden Simon Cowell walks by and Anthony stops him and is like, Simon, you have to sit down right now and call my friend. And he did. What a gentleman. And then I always like to, like some, I'm some kind of a detective. I wrote 7.23 p.m. in Panera Bread, and the phone conversation lasted about four minutes and 40 seconds. <laughs> if you were wondering. That's, yeah. yeah it's that. very important to keep records. It's very important to keep records. Yeah, all my entries are, ju- are just uh, like me recounting things in a very boring way uh, that only would be fun for me. <laughs> That's my whole di- Well, now it's diary. fun for all of us. <laughs> yes. I love it. Um, real quick, I want to race through these other pictures because oh, yeah, you yeah, sent yeah. me good ones. Um, uh, th- yeah, it looks like there's a stool at the center of this picture. It's you and who? That's my little brother, Chris. Perfect bowl cut, Chris. What's, what store was the, this take place at? Uh, I think this was this was a mall, like one of those mall... Uh, kiosk. Yeah, yeah, the kiosk of photographers, for sure. Brilliant. Yes. And next... So I love it. I wore outfits just like that. You're kind of wearing those colors right now. I was going to say, I was like, not, not a lot has changed. That outfit uh, was a matching combo from Bradley's. If Bradley's! you remember. Bradley's. For Bradley's. Yes. I love any place that I could eat while my mom was doing whatever the fuck she needed to do. I to this day I'll do yeah. anything if you give me a soft pretzel. They're I'll pretzels mur- and they're Slurpees. Right, I'll murder someone. I don't care. <laughs> I swear to God, yeah. Soft pretzel, sure. That's my price. If anyone was wondering, it's a soft pretzel. Yeah. <laughs> do you? I, I real I, last question. Uh, do you still keep a journal now, or do you find you don't need to because you? You are a comedian. You talk. You get to talk all the time. Oh well, that's yeah. I mean, I I just don't. I have to do so much writing professionally that it's not as cathartic for me to write. Like it's more I feels like work. Uh, I should, but I don't. And also, like my podcast is kind of like my journal. I mean, I'll never yeah. listen to it because God. But uh, but woo. everybody else should definitely listen. You to guys it. can. A lot of people tell me what's up with my life, and I'm like, and they'll be like, oh, I'm in you know 2013, and I'm like, oh, that was a rough year. Just <laughs> keep going. Well. Um, um, uh, your Twitter handle is philanthropy gal. 
which I love. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> and uh, Guys We Fucked is the name of the podcast. It mm-hmm. can be found in all the places that podcasts can be found. Absolutely. And I have a present for you as oh, well. Oh, this is great. Of course, a frog. Um, I had. I happen to have four stuffed frogs, so it worked out perfectly. This oh. is a legit tie frog it's not a beanie she baby but it does have a tie label wow. and it's, its legs can go like over its head so that's real great oh my god um, i love this maybe it has a name in here probably i don't know we probably see like, what it says like ribbit or something oh prince prince Prin- of course it is well tie. prince is now yours <laughs> oh my god i love him thank you so much you're so welcome that's very nice thank you corinne fisher thank you. you guys thank you so much for coming all the way over here and we're gonna talk about psychedelics for sure. For sure. Excellent. Awesome. Well, well, guys. We, we, brought, her, we brought her in for a, a, a landing right what? on time. The show here. That's right. That's Got right. It. That's right. Thank you all for being here on a Sunday night. It is super appreciated. We love being here. Um, please come and visit us in Los Angeles. It's very isolating and lonely. We have a couch. Um, Phil doesn't like me to go so negative. Sorry. I mean, no. You know, no, I don't want to stop you from going negative. It's fine. <laughs> It's I'm going to let it out anyway. My, our, our experiences are, are similar, but I'm trying, I don't know. I'm trying to be more positive because I don't want to seem like I went all the way. I, I spent an entire year just to sort of sit in my room. <laughs> hey. Well, guys, you can fi- follow uh, us on Twitter at the... Bitch underscore. Sorry. You can follow us on Twitter at, at the... Underscore. Bitch. Underscore. Seat. Or you could follow us on uh, on uh, Instagram. Instagram at the bitch seat. Uh, no spaces. No 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 underscore. Uh, yeah. Basically, like if you enjoyed this even remotely, um, please tell your friends about it and yeah. download episodes because that's what listen. makes our numbers go up. You don't even have to listen. Just download. Download them. the episodes delete and then delete them. them. But it looks like we have a download. Just, just so. Download um, it. Please, also, we need approval. Yeah. Uh, and also follow my comic at on, on Instagram. <laughs> what? We're all gonna die. Anyway, CN Times, I gotta share my my, my Instagram. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, you're right. He's got a great he's got a great comic strip that he's putting out weekly for his werewolf character Warren Talbot, which it, is legit. And uh, you can find it on Instagram at Warren Talbot. Uh, the comic is called Fail Wolf, and this week I have another issue, either Wednesday or Friday. It depends on how I finish if I finish animating it in time. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, it's gonna it's great. It is really great, actually. You found it a whole new thing. Yeah. Yeah. We're still drawing cartoons and we're grownups. Hey, you I know stand what? by it. You know what? Treasure what got you here. Treasure what got you here. Exactly. Word. Guys. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming. Attention Springwood, my name is Josh Krebs. And I'm Liz Richards. And we're the hosts of Bloody Date Night. So Josh and I have been dating for four years, and Josh loves horror movies, and I hate him. Yeah, so each episode we go through the horror movie franchise canon to watch an episode and then meet up and we discuss it together. And so far it's been going pretty well, right Liz? I think it's gone pretty well so far. Yeah, each episode I try to see how far I can push Liz to watch a really good horror movie until she basically leaves me and it hasn't worked yet. Not yet. And it's awesome because you're the Tatum to my Sydney. You're sweet. And here's a clip from one of our recent episodes. Hello, I'm Exposition. Hey, let me let me tell you what just happened. There's a break-in at this costume store. Somebody stole some ropes, some knives. Somebody stole a mask. They stole $250. They scared a cat. They took two boas. They took two boas. Two feather boas, one set of angel wings. It's one of those goddamn... They're probably having a burlesque. <laughs> probably doing a burlesque show later. I don't know. Oh, Haddonfield. What isn't happening? 
Haddonfield's first burlesque <laughs> club. That'd be amazing. I would love that. Um, the Lacey Pumpkin. The la- Ooh. This has been an Atlantic Transmission production. Hey!